It sounds like Hollywood's film Terminal, but this is real life. An Estonian man, not Tom Hanks, has been stuck for over a hundred days at this point, trapped in the Manila International Airport and a beard to prove it. Roman Trifamov was heading to the Philippines back in March. When he took off from Thailand, everything was green-lighted. But when he landed in Manila, the borders were closed, and his airline, AirAsia, stopped servicing flights. He was stuck, and he's been stuck for more than 100 days. His passport confiscated, and until recently, he had been washing in the airport restrooms, sleeping on airport benches. They gave him a room, and they feed him twice a day now. But he's desperate to get home. Think of that, desperate to get home. That should be our attitude, eagerly looking ahead to that day when Christ returns to lead us home. He promised to do it, and he won't delay. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. We're in a series this week, Christians You Should Know. In a moment, we're going to meet up with the president of Evangel University in Springfield, Missouri. Dr. Carol Taylor has faced many trials in her 45 years of working in academics, but none have been as taxing as the COVID-19 pandemic. We're going to hear how her university scrambled to serve their students and their community over these past months. And she'll share with us how the Lord has ministered to her in trying days. Then after the program, I'd like to send you the radio theater presentation of The Hiding Place. It's the story, of course, of Corrie ten Boom and her family as they helped rescue Jews from the Nazis in World War II. As you listen to this radio drama, you're going to be encouraged, greatly encouraged, that Jesus is always with his people, even in the darkest of times. After the program, why don't you call us and make your gift and ask for The Hiding Place. It's a set of three CDs, and you can get that by calling 800 800- 654-2836 800-654-2836 or make your gift online and when you're there listen to samples from the audio drama our web address is haventoday.org haventoday.org and now let's open the program with Caleb and Kelsey worthy of every song we could ever sing Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you We live for you Jesus, the name above every other name Jesus, the only one who could ever save Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you We live for you Holy, there is no one like you There is none beside you Open up my eyes Yeah. 
upon your love. It is a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you alone, and I will not be shaken. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show. song is called Build My Life here on this Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. We're in a series this week called Christians You Should Know, and that was Caleb and Kelsey opening the program. Joining us today is a good friend of mine. I've known her for a number of years, Dr. Carol Taylor. She's the president of Evangel University, a school that she helped combine three schools, including a seminary, into one. Carol, I want to welcome you back to the program. Last time you were on, you were the president of Vanguard University in Southern California. Before that, you were in leadership at Biola University. Thanks for joining me. So, Charles, my friend, it is so great to see you and to have um, to have a bit of time today and to be part of this conversation with you. You were already a very busy woman, and then COVID-19 hit. How have you kept everything going these last few months? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean we, <laughs> that's not what you wanted to hear, was it? You wanted to hear some well-thought-out vision plan. And, and the reality is we're, every day is a new adventure. Uh, so how, so how, how do you do it? You know, so you know, this is, I think anyone you talk to would say this is a time unlike any other that we've had. You know, I, I had hoped to retire this summer, you know, that those plans got disrupted a little bit as well. So I have served 45 years in, in the world of education. That's where my calling has been. Mm -hmm. And in 45 years, um, we've never navigated anything like this. Mm -hmm. So that's something I was looking to add to my list of, of adventures. Uh, and so you do what you do whenever the unexpected happens and there's no roadmap and there's no plan. Um, you look at what's in front of you that day and say, we're going to get all the best information we can, make the best decision we can, especially with this pandemic where it changes. Mm -hmm. I think many of us mm -hmm. thought that, I mean, here we are in early July. So when this really started taking off, I mean, so we watched it, the news broke, what was it, January, mm -hmm. um, first mm -hmm. came to the States, February. By mid-March, um, people were sheltering in place. I think we all thought we'd get through this, and by the end of summer, life might get back to normal. Well, it's not. Mm -hmm. and, and so you do whatever you do in life when you're facing complete uncertainty. First of all, it's a reminder that we're not in control. Mm -hmm. We like to imagine we are, but we're not. Um, and you do the best you can. And you live by the motto, blessed are the flexible. 
Um, mm. So whatever plans you make, you've, you've got to be willing to say, and tomorrow they may change. And yes. our commitment is to make the best decision we can every day, praying for God's wisdom and grace. And, and you just keep going. Mm. What are you going to do this fall? Uh, life for higher education, much less Christian education, is going to change this fall, isn't it? Yes, yeah. It, it, it's going to be very different for all of our campuses. You know, so the first thing you look at is every decision you make has to still be made with the heart of how do we keep as the priority our ability to live into the mission of our institutions, mm. even though it may look mm. differently. Now, how do we deliver it in a different way? How do we continue to keep the focus on why we exist, not what we do and how we do it? Now we got to figure out the, the how we do it differently until we're past this pandemic. Hmm. Let me tell our audience, one of the things that I so appreciate about you, Carol, as long as I've known you, you've given me two books before, and you've always given me spiritual advice, and they always had to do with you need to pray more. How have you seen the Lord at work uh, as a president of the institutions you oversee these past few months? And I I would still say the same thing. We need to pray more. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm learning to in this time. And sometimes sometimes our most effective prayers are simply, oh, God, help. Um, (laughs) That does seem to be my most frequent prayer these days. You know, I think at some point we realize that we can't lead others, we can't encourage others if we aren't ourselves um, getting nourishment and, and sustenance from the one who provides it and holds us all. I mean, because we could sit 24-7 looking at news feeds and, mm-hmm. and, and just feeding our anxiety and our stress. And I'm, and I'm one that as well, as you know, lives by, you know, tell me the truth. <laughs> like, give me the facts. What are we dealing with? We're, we'll figure out a way forward, but we're going to start with the reality of where we are and the brutal facts of where we are. And now we're going to find hope to move through this and find a path forward. So I, I think one of the treasures that I've seen as I've thought about these last months is a community that lives into our core values at a time like this, that really exposes the heart of any organization. Mm-hmm. So for us, one of our core values is service and how we care for others. We're actually known in this community as an institution where our students, our faculty, staff are committed to serving, genuinely care for and love our, our neighbors and community. So what does that look like in a season like this? Well, one of mm-hmm. the ways when we went to being a remote campus and, and people were sheltering in place, we have a number of employees who dearly love the students that fill our campus every day, and they're now working from home, and they have capacity to have their job assignments shifted in a way. So early on, we started a campaign where we used those people to call every student, every family of a current student and prospective students just to check in. You know, and the stories that came out of that, I mean, the emails that I got from what it meant that this person called me 
and and their first question was how can we how can we encourage you how can we support you are you doing okay are mm. you and and to see that lived out in such a time um, and maybe that call is being placed by someone who has a family member in the hospital with COVID on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think what, what, you, what you see at times like this is rather, rather than discovering, can we develop grit and resilience and all of that, you actually discover what you already have. Mm. And it's 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 all from the Lord anyway. It's 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 a gift from Him. And I think you know, at times like this as well, we we do come to realize and appreciate in a new way our total dependence um, mm-hmm. that is outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for for me, one one of the passages that I love is Psalm one twenty one. Um, I lift mine eyes to the hills. Mm-hmm. Um, from whence cometh my help? That's the good old King James version. <laughs> that's how I learned it. Yes. Yeah, that's that's how I memorized it as a kid, and I I love the NIV. I, so where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. So so where do we find that resilience today? Well, we find it in in our Creator, in in the one who said it's not nature that gives you strength. Nature is beautiful, but it's beautiful only in that it reflects the Creator. So watching a community look to who is actually the source of why we say we exist. You know, we exist to nurture the spiritual lives of our students so that when they leave our campus, um, and and I did not originate this statement, but I think it was a faculty member who said, you know, the goal is when we get to the end of life, we look a lot more like Jesus. Mm, Good. And I think underlying all of our Christian universities, what distinguishes us from, from many of our public institutions, we actually say we exist because we want to create skilled, competent men and women to serve in every area of vocational calling, but to be there as the presence of Christ in the world. Mm, Times like, like this that are hard reveal our, our great opportunities for the world to see Christ in us. And for us to experience how Christ is with us, it's, it's amazing to me how clear things get in seasons like this. Mm. What's really important and what really matters. I had a lovely letter from a mother whose son is a student athlete. And, and you know, sometimes when you open a letter, it's going to be, now, this is what you haven't done for me lately. And why didn't you this? And why didn't you that? And I didn't get my refund fast enough. And, right? And so, those, you know, that, that's part of the joy of serving as well. But this was a letter from a mother who said, I just want to tell you how my son is doing and what a mm. gift it has been to have him home. His athletic coach calls him every week just to encourage him. I want my son to grow up to be a man like that. Hmm. To watch my son do a science project in the kitchen late at night, and she's describing his situation. He's put up barriers because his his classroom is now the dining room table, and he's put a barrier up to keep the dog out. And he's telling his dad, "Don't talk, don't tell the stories. I'm taking a test." And so I'm imagining the chaos that is in this home. But what this mother treasured most was the investment of a coach a faculty member who have stayed in touch with her son and how he ha- how she has seen her son grow 
in his faith and and discover that he can still complete his his academic program and keep his GPA. It might have actually gone up a little bit this semester. I don't know. And it's moments like that you go, and that's why we're here. And that's why it matters. And that's why we're going to find a way to keep doing what we do until um, uh, until we're past this pandemic. Wow. Carol, what we need to do now is I need to ask you to pray and lead us in prayer. COVID numbers are still going up. They're going up fast and rapidly. They have for at least the last week uh, over parts of the United States. Uh, other parts seem to have it a little more in check. Canada has it in check. But we're not over this yet. And you and your role, you're not over this yet. Would you lead us in prayer right now? Oh, I, I would love to do that. And and if it's okay, you know, we're not just navigating COVID. We're navigating an economic crisis. Mm-hmm. We're navigating um, this reminder that when it comes to systemic racism, um, we still have a lot of work to do. Our our country is torn apart, um, not just by COVID, but by um, by strife and uh, and and grief, and it, it is also a season of lament and asking um, God for help. So I, I would love to pause and oh, and please, pray. please do, and just lead us right now, Carol. So, Father, our hearts. Um, are broken by the pain we see in our communities, our cities, our states, our nation, around the globe, by um, how this pandemic is ravaging not just our nation, but nations around the world. Families that are separated because they can't sit next to their loved one in a hospital. Family members that are spending their last days um, alone, those who have who have parents and loved ones who are in skilled care with uh, memory loss and Alzheimer's and are confused because they, they don't understand why their daughter, their husband, their wife, their loved one isn't there with them or is talking to them standing outside a window on a phone. In the midst of all of this, we are so grateful that you remind us that you are with us that we lift our eyes to you, recognizing that you are the maker of heaven and earth, that you are the one who comes to our rescue and our help, that you watch over us. Even when our sleep is fitful and restless, we can rest knowing you don't need to sleep and you continue to keep watch. Lord, we pray for for healing mercies for all those who are suffering. We pray for those scientists who are working on finding a cure, a vaccine, therapeutics that will take the fangs out of this pandemic. Lord, we pray for our nation and for the healing that needs to occur. We pray for what you desire for both truth and justice and mercy and grace. We pray, Lord, that in this midst of suffering and pain, that our hearts and the hearts of our nation would turn back to our Creator. Lord, would you help us to be the Christ that you call us to be in a world that is hurting? 
so that we can provide care and comfort to our families and our neighbors, that we would be a voice of hope and encouragement, that we would be your presence in the world as you have called us to be. Lord, we look at your word and we are encouraged and our hearts are lifted as we see your sovereignty and your faithfulness across generations. Help us to keep our eyes on you. We pray for your protection, your provision, and your peace to hover over all of us. In the most precious name that we have, and that is the name of Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Dr. Carol Taylor, thank you, my sister in Christ, for joining us here on Haven today. You bet. My pleasure. Bless you.
Well, after a great time with Carol Taylor, a friend of mine in Springfield, Missouri, that was Sovereign Grace and Show Us Christ here on this series that we're doing this week, Christians You Should Know. I'm so thankful for the time that I was able to spend with Carol just a few days ago. She's been an inspiration in my own life, and I hope she's been the same for you today. As I've been mentioning this week, it's not bragging when we share how Christ sees us through hard times. Rather, we are boasting in his great work in our lives and in his kingdom that he's building all over the world. Doesn't it give you encouragement to be reminded that the gates of hell shall not prevail against God's kingdom? That's really the reason we continue to share with you Corey Ten Boom and her family's story called The Hiding Place. It's a well-produced radio drama. It'll remind you that Jesus is with us, even in the darkest of times. This true World War II radio drama plays out like a movie in your mind, and I want to send it to you as our thanks and an encouragement for you in these trying days we're going through right now. The number to call where you can make your gift, but then ask for the hiding place, is 800 654 Or visit our websites and listen to the sample we've put up from The Hiding Place. Our web address, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me and Dr. Carol Taylor. Tomorrow we'll be joined by another doctor, Phil Riken, the president of Wheaton College. And we'll do that together in light of the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Breath mints, cologne, perfume, and makeup have something in common. People use them to cover up or improve the way others perceive them. And it's not necessarily wrong, but we'd be wise to look a little deeper into our own hearts. The desire to cover up the things that are wrong with us runs very, very deep. And sometimes people even try to cover up their sin with religion, like the Pharisees did. And Jesus had choice words for that. He said, you are like whitewashed tombs which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of the bones of the dead and everything unclean. Religion can't save anyone. Only faith in Jesus can wash you clean in God's sight. Try out Anchor Devotional today. Visit GetAnchor.com.